Today we're reviewing an article um, about the use of neurofeedback in children uh, with ADHD. And I'm glad we are. Yes. Because there were articles published about this topic back mm -hmm. in the late 70s, early 80s out of mm -hmm. Tennessee. Um, I'll think of the um, uh, guy's name in a minute. Um, and we were amazed that by, we know that ADHD is, the, the frontal lobes are implicated in ADHD. Right. We've known that for years. Um, and the studies that have been done, um, Thatcher was his name. Um, mm -hmm. Right. And he was the first one. He hooked up these. Uh, he hooked up kids to EEG machines and stimulated, not EEG machines, neurofeedback machines, and he stimulated their frontal lobes. Mm -hmm. Electrically stimulated mm -hmm. the frontal lobes, and he reported that they had a reduction of symptoms. Right. But nobody could replicate his findings. Right. You know, over the years, since the, the late, I think it was seventy-eight or eighty-one, over the years, uh, different people have tried different things, and now we have a whole industry. Mm -hmm for neurofeedback. Right. Neurofeedback is a little bit, it's not, um, uh, what do they call it, um, brain uh, brain games, brain stimulation, right. brain training, right. okay? Neurofeedback is not brain training. So right. when you see right, all those things on TV, those advertisements, but you have, to, you have to exercise the brain, that's not what neurofeedback right. is. It's a, more, it's a more complicated system than that. And what this studied, and and the, the point of me talking about Thatcher in the early studies is, there were two questions. Um, could anybody replicate his findings? Could you duplicate what he did? And the second thing was, if you found changes in electrical activity in the frontal lobes, were they permanent? Right. And that's the other thing that mm -hmm. nobody, how do you know whether they're permanent? Well, you have to, you have to run the experiment, mm -hmm. and then every year you have to rerun it to make sure that the gains are permanent. So right. it's very expensive research to do because people tend to move or drop out or lose interest and so you lose participants. So it's always been very difficult to know, A, does this really work? And B, if it does work, do the improvements last? Right. Do, the, do the reduction in ADHD symptoms persist over time? Right. And so in this year, 2018, right. a meta-analysis, so a research study of research studies, right. an analysis right. of analyses, um, published in the European Journal of Child and Adolescent Psychiatry, right. um, tackled this and said, yeah, it looks like it's pretty good. It looks like the changes endure. Right. And that has always been a question because these technologies are not cheap. Right. Um, they require an investment of time and money. And if they're not effective or if the changes don't endure, then we would caution parents right. not to do them. There are, there are a lot of proposed treatments out there, especially for ADHD. Mm -hmm that are not effective or they're not, um, they don't endure, they right. don't last. And so uh, we have to be careful mm -hmm. about recommending things. We believe in neurofeedback, mm -hmm. and one of the reasons we believe in it is because of these kinds of studies. Right. They've been we've been following this literature now for about 30 years, right. and because we were hesitant at first, mm -hmm. we, we sort of take a more conservative approach mm -hmm. to such things. We don't jump in right away. Um, so we've taken sort of a cautious approach to make sure that the technology really is effective. Mm -hmm. And apparently, it really, really is. Right. And we're beginning to do some um, neurofeedback right. with, um, in our clinic. Right. Um, and we hope to expand this area uh, ourselves because now we're, we're confident. Mm -hmm. And this study increases that confidence. When, when you look at 10 studies, 
and right. all of them sort of point in the same direction. Right. Um, it's pretty good evidence that there's something real going on here. Right. Yeah, so they looked at 10 studies, a total of 500 participants, right. which is good. Is very that's good. A, that's a good right. size for um, a study of this kind because, mm -hmm. you know, it's not like, um, not, not to minimize it, but it's not like you're just giving them a medication or something. Um, you know, right. in some of those studies you can get, you know, hundreds if not thousands mm -hmm. of participants each. But, you know, this is a study where, pe you know, people are going to have to come in for sessions over a period of time and right. then you're going to have to follow up with them over a right. period of time. And so mm -hmm. anytime you're including um, time lapses right. like that, you know, you, you lose participants. And uh, so it, this is actually a really good analysis. Right. To have 500 pa uh, participants mm -hmm. um, gives you a, a, a rich, uh, reliable right. uh, set of data. Um, the the investment in time comes because it takes multiple sessions mm -hmm. to get lasting results. Right. Okay, you, you don't get a change with one or two sessions. Right. So the, the uh, technology that we're going to be using is 20 sessions. Right. The technologies they used range from 20 to 40 sessions. Right. And um, or something like round numbers, 20 25 to 40. 25 to 40, 25 to 40 mm -hmm. sessions. Um, and each session can last anywhere from 30 minutes up to, in this case, it lasted up to, uh, what, 40 or 50, 50 minutes, 50 right? Minutes. So um, again, different technologies will have different right. parameters. Um, so that's, it's really not a big issue. So, but it takes multiple sessions, mm -hmm. about 20. So if you have a child or an adult, it works with children and adults, um, you have to come in once a week for 20 weeks right. or twice a week for 10 weeks. Yeah. So it is an investment and right. it, 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 it is a commitment that you have to make. Yeah. And then you have to go through the procedure, which is not a taxing procedure. Right. Um, in, in, the in our technology, you're actually watching a video mm -hmm. um, and your, your brain is responding to the video. Right. Okay. So you just have to sit and watch a movie, which we like because kids get to pick their own movies and so they're, they're engaged in the process. And I like watching movies. And well, I like watching documentaries. Remember, we did it. We did the technology. And yeah. Bernie chose. I am legend. I am legend. Great and film. I, and I chose some documentary from about the World War Channel. One or Two or something like <laughs> or that. Six or eight. <laughs> okay, but anyway, but you choose what you want to watch. Okay, yeah. so it's really an interesting, fascinating technology. Then the second question is, does it endure? Mm -hmm. And these studies, I think, checked at everything from two months post mm -hmm. to 12 months uh -huh. and found that indeed the results right. endure. Mm -hmm. Now, are the results permanent? The only way we're going to know is test at 24 months and, tw and 36 months and 48 months and you may have to do what we refer to as a booster shot. Booster session. Okay, yeah. you may have to have two or three sessions just to warm it up again, okay? Um, but it's a it's a fabulous technology um, alternative to uh, families who don't want to use medication mm -hmm. or who can't use medication. Right. Um, we have some adults who would like to be on stimulant medication, but because they have high blood pressure right. or some other problems, they can't be on a stimulant. Mm -hmm. They might have heart problems or right. uh, vessel problems, so they can't be on a, on a stimulant. It's a wonderful alternative for them, uh, effective and easy enough to do. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And, it, and it's not very invasive. I mean, you can just, no. just go and sit down in front of a computer, watch a movie, and 
um, it's, it's not too bad. Right, you hook so. up a couple, you paste, you don't hook up. <laughs> Every time you say hook up, it's like drive a nail Just in your head. plug it in. Right, right. So, no, you paste uh, four electrodes mm -hmm. on your head, and that's what measures your brain activity. Right. And then the machine responds to your brain activity. There's nothing going into your brain. Right. It's measuring what's coming out of your brain, and then the computer screen changes based on what's coming Absolutely. out of your brain. So it's really a fascinating technology. We'll talk more about this, I yeah. think, in the next few weeks. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. So, all right. Well, that is it for today. Until next time, stay happy, stay healthy, and forget to be afraid.